preaching again next year or something. I don't know. I'm really praying about that, so I really want to do it. And they say if we become a, um, what do they call this thing? Extension. An extension site we can teach here again, which we used to be able to do until this law kind of messed with us. Okay, so anyways, let's go to, um, and we'll show you how to get it. It's on our sermon player, just in case you want to listen to it again. Okay. <laughs> like again, the second time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, Proverbs 29, 18. Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. And then if you look at other translations, uh, divine revelation, excuse me, revelation is also translated vision, prophetic vision, and I think that's pretty much it. So it's vision, prophetic vision, or revelation. Do we all see that? And it's speaking about the same thing. And so if we don't have it, Problems happen. People cast, cast off restraint. Another version, N NLT, they run wild. They go cray. Church without vision goes cray. A youth ministry without vision will go cray. Come on. Uh, they cast off restraint, unrestrained, a lot of that there. The people perish. King James, old school, people perish. It's going to be a bad time. Specifically, if we don't have Jesus' vision, we perish. We better have the vision and the mindset of our life about him, seeking first his kingdom, loving God with all of our hearts, soul, mind, and strength, because then we will literally perish. Um, now, look at that second part. haven't really hit on that much, and I think it's good just to touch on it right now. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom instruction. So where is the wisdom's instruction coming from? It's coming from the vision. So it's coming from the vision. So just take from the most important thing, the vision Christ gave us of salvation, the focus, the mission statement, sinners being saved. All of the instruction that comes around that, we better follow. Otherwise, we're going to be in trouble. So we're blessed when we do, cursed if we don't. Now you reduce it down to the smaller things. If we don't follow the vision of our church, we're going to perish. But if we do whiz, uh, follow the vision, there's going to be all this instruction that comes with it, and then we'll have um, a blessing. We'll have a blessing. If we don't, we'll have a curse. And that separates really bad churches from good churches. So every church needs to have a Christ-centered vision. And then the instructions that come after that, and good people should follow it. Amen? Amen? Now, this is a principle, even if you're not a Christian, because watch. Why is Facebook so successful? Because they have a vision. I always follow Mark Zuckerberg. I enjoy watching him. He has a vision. He has instructions. People follow it. It prospers. If his vision is not a good vision, it will fail. If, if he has a good vision but not good instruction, it will fail. So you need the vision and the instruction to work hand-in-hand hand together, and that goes for businesses, that goes for Christians, non-Christians. A non-Christian farmer goes to the ground, plants a seed, waters it, takes care of it, cultivates it. He'll get a crop just like a Christian farmer. His belief doesn't take away the law. The law is still there, whether he believes or unbelieves. You jump off of a building and say, I don't believe in gravity. Gravity still believes in you. These are <laughs> principles, amen. These are principles that the world runs by. These are the principles of organization. So we talk about organize, um, organisms, the principles of life, the principles of biology, uh, you know, the principles of physics. Those are, the, those are the things of matter, space, and time and all of that. And then there are principles of logic, principles of thought, principles of metaphysics, as we could say, things that are not physical. And one of those principles is right here. You've got to have vision for thinking people to follow and the instruction to guide them. If you don't, you're going to suffer. Okay, so let's go through these one at a time. There should be nothing personal in here, right? Nobody talked about their boyfriend or somebody that they want to have as a boyfriend or girlfriend, right? Okay, I have a vision to marry the worship leader. I want to marry so-and-so. Okay, so no, nobody did that. Okay. 
It's all about ministry. Where's Steve Ramos? Okay. So, let us, Elliot, Pastor Elliot, would you set up for me the, the fourfold things that they were supposed to do? Just put up right here, just so I don't have to keep scrolling back and forth. The four things they were supposed to do. Okay. So that way we could see, because some of you guys, what I like to do, let me just tell you this, as, as organizing papers, I would have liked if you would have put number one, vision, you know, like you would have put it like caps, hyphen, colon rather. Does everybody get what I'm talking about? See, like this, like Ulysses did it. Boom, this is what I'm talking about. So we'll actually start with Ulysses because it's easier to follow right here. Overall mission, vision statement, objectives and strategies, and goal. Now, give me just a moment, please. If you guys take leadership classes here at SUM, did you take any leadership classes while you were here? Yes. Did they give you the real, the exact way of objectives and objective is? Like, did they show you how to do all of that? Let me just have you guys look it up real quick. Hold on to your thought, okay? Um, I think it's going to be called an organizational chart. I just want you guys to be able to see what a, what a technical one looks like um, so you don't get confused at why did I make this one differently. Let me see, objectives, goals. Because um, I just want you to know that I know them. Objective, goals, outcomes, I want to show it to you right here. Okay, when you look at how generally what they're going to teach you in leadership classes, and, I'm, and I'll uh, just walk this through with you guys, it's going to be something like this, okay? It's going to be like a triangle. You guys just see it. And so what it starts with is mission statement, then goals, then outcomes, okay? Mission, goals, and outcomes. There's going to be that strategy. They're going to teach you how to do it that way. Purpose and vision, goals, objectives, metrics. Metrics are what judge your objectives. If you guys just look at objective goals and outcomes, you know what? I'll just I'll put one of these up on Facebook for you so you guys can see it, okay? These are the kinds of things that they teach you in leadership. I, I, I don't really like the way they teach it in leadership. That's why I don't do it. But there's nothing wrong with it. I like the way, the way that I do it, okay? The way that I do it, I think, looks more biblical. And so this is how we do it as a church, okay? And if other people do it just differently, that's fine. We're all going to get to the same point. Okay, now Ulysses, what did you want to say here? Oh, I was just going to say You wrote about a girl that you wanted to date, man? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I just concentrated on the sense of the work on the objectives. The yeah. Leadership to do it. Does it touch on the objectives? Yes. It's good. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what you should have did. That's what I would have did. Yeah. That's what I, anytime a professor gives you a template, take the template. Yeah. It's like, I don't need that thing. No, use that thing. And it's copy and paste. There's nothing wrong with that. You didn't do anything wrong. That's, that's perfect. Okay. So I'm almost just going to probably, um, let's have you. Can you grab me, please? It's still back there. I'll actually sit back here with you guys. So we don't have to be all looking at me all weird. <laughs> but then again, if I talk, you'll have to be turning your head. Either way, a stool will be nice. Thank you, Jasmine. Equal opportunities to grab and pick up stuff here, right? Men and women. Wait, we do you want one with the back or without? With the back would be nice. Thank you for asking. What's that? And then be out the way. But then I'll be turning my head. Yeah. Oh. 
that that to the side. That's good. Thank you very much. Let's give it up for Jasmine. She likes carrying stuff. Okay. So if I'm to the side, then we can. You want me to grab this from you? You know what? Let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, you know what? Then I can't see the screen. Because then I can't see from here. This I can barely even read this you right now. Table? No, I'm so sorry, guys. Thank you for trying to help. I have made it complicated. She makes it complicated. <laughs> Just ignore. I'm going to have to face the other way because I can't read it this way. And I certainly wouldn't be able to read it from the side. Unless I had my phone open. No, I'm going this way. <laughs> Okay. Now I can't see your faces, but you know what? We're just going to do whatever we got to do right now. Yeah, but from the size, I still couldn't see it. If I'm, yeah, no, I couldn't see it. Let's just pretend this is the best way for right now. Okay, Ulysses, overall mission and purpose. What I'm going to do to help youth from all over the city of Chicago overcome their struggles in our facility. Okay, that's too vague. So get out your notes again. Get out what this is. We're going to work through this together. So everybody has yours, have yours in front of you. That's too vague. Well, I don't even understand that. What is that? What is that? Yeah, and let's not be, like, super sensitive about stuff, right? Because I'm not, like, personally attacking. I'm just saying I, I don't even know what that means. Does anybody – let's just see if anybody else. Does anybody know what that means? Like, I'm going to help you overcome your struggles. What struggles are we talking about? How are we going to use the facility? I think there needs to be something here – that says what you're going to do. See, this one says we're going to deal with gangs, we're going to do stuff. Christina said I'm going to uh, disciple children, and, and maybe she gets a little more specific. Persecution. Okay, I need to know what is this. I think ministry-wise, is this a youth ministry? Is yeah. this a – so is it a youth group? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's like it's, a, it's, a, it's more like a, a rehab type of thing for youth to okay. come and uh, well, get mentored. That's good, and we need to call it that, right? Yeah. Let's call it that. Like, I'm going to start a youth rehab. I actually explained it in the bottom of – when I was looking through this, yeah. I thought that some of, them, some of it was it seemed like it was repeating. Yeah. So I didn't want to but, explain it. Yeah, but the overall mission is could, could be summarized in one sentence. Yeah. So think about it like this. I'm going to start a Christian rehab that helps kids. And are they going to live with you or live yes. in a – So the facility is going to – the people are going to live there. Okay. So I would say I want to have like a Christian rehab housing center or a Christian rehab with a housing facility. That's just one sentence. Does everybody get that? You see how clear that is? Does everybody just see how clear that is? Yes. Say it to Ulysses. Say it a little bit louder, and then you got to add in that part we just mentioned. Okay, I kind of, kind of reworded different stuff. So That's okay. Put it in your words. Okay. You don't have to put, definitely okay, okay. put it in my words. Um, yeah. To, to bring youth into a rehab center where I can give them a physical mentorship, a physical training. There you go. Housing though, you got to put housing in housing, there somewhere. Think about it. Think about it. Reword it. Yeah, think about. It. Write it for a little bit. Let's just stop and talk about this. Does anybody else need to change theirs? Does everybody else in their first overall mission, do you tell me what it is? I need to know what it is. Is it a gang ministry? Okay. Is it a youth rehab? Is it a skate park? You is it a, a – I want to know overall what it is. But you want it in one sentence? One sentence. That's it. Because mine is a lot longer than that. 
Yeah, all those things come after that. Is it hard to describe a skate park in one sentence? I'm just saying, like, as an example, like, is it hard? No. No. Is it hard to describe a rehab in one sentence? No. I mean, nothing's really hard to describe in one sentence. We're not talking about the molecular makeup of an atom. And that's not even really that hard, really. Everybody say the more simple that it is, the, com the complex things can always have simple explanations. That's what makes people smart. That's what you want to do is make complex things simple. So if you're fixing yours right now, let us know so when we come, you can read it off the paper and we don't have to keep going through the same thing. Okay, so, so somebody's asking me, Joe, what's your overall mission and purpose? I want to start a church that plants other churches. I want to start a church of disciples that plants other discipleship-based churches. That's what I would write here. Does everybody get that? My overall mission and purpose, what am I going to do? What are you going to do after you graduate, Rudy? Don't answer now, but I want to get to you. But what are you going to do, Rudy? I'm going to plant discipleship-based churches that plant churches. Does that make sense, Rudy? Rudy? Oh. Yes, does that make sense? Does that make sense, Steve? Yes. So what, am I, what are you going to do after you graduate? I'm going to start a gang ministry. I'm going to start a rehab uh, with housing. Because rehab could not always, not generally, doesn't always mean housing. Rehab can be um, on-site or off-site. Some rehabs don't let you... Uh, they don't they don't make you spend the night there. What do you got? What are you going to do, Ulysses? Okay, so this is how I worded it out. To bring youth from all over the city of Chicago to facility as a rehab center, training them for biblical mentorship and physical training. You keep not saying housing. You're saying you're okay. using a facility. Right. You've got to say housing. They're going to live there. When you keep telling me you're bringing them to a facility, that's right. a YMCA. You just described YMCA to me. But YMCA is not a youth rehab, and it doesn't have them live there. So your youth rehab is clarifying a little bit, but it's not telling me they're living there. I need to know that. That's a big thing. Because what words convey meaning. Words convey meaning, right? So now when you guys think of a youth program where, somebody, where youth are living there, what do you think of? What comes into your mind, Joby? What? Orphanage. Orphanage, like an orphanage. <laughs> what comes to your mind, Julian? Soft-spoken men. Help me, Jasmine. Help oh me. Jasmine. people live there? Yes. What do you um, think of? It don't even have to be deep. Just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. An apartment? Yeah, that's what comes to my mind, something like that. A hangout place, ladies, Jasmine, Christina, anybody? The first thing that comes to their mind when they think of us. Oh, rehab, where guys live? Hangout. Hangout. Too much testosterone. Too much testosterone, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of get like a frat party in my mind if I think about it too long. I do, like a bunch of dudes hanging out. So you see you're drawing images. Uh, teen Challenge. Teen Challenge. See, there you go. You're literally. That's actually what I hadn't thought of. It was a Teen Challenge. I think that's, a, I mean, what would, let's, here's another thing. We Here's another trick of <clears throat> defining things. You can define things by saying what it's not. So if I think of Teen Challenge, Define yours further and tell me why it's not a team challenge. Can you go that far in it right now? Not just not not with your statement. The statement's fine. We're going to leave that alone just a minute. We're going to put it up there. But I'm talking about just for you helping to think through it. Everything thus far, what you're saying reminds me of a team challenge. Can you tell me why? And I, I already have one. By, by the way, why I think it would be different. But can you think of some reasons of why it would be different? Because team challenge. That's actually how I do want it to be. I want it to be a 
temporary where they lose growth as long as they can. So you're saying how it is like a teen challenge. I'm asking you to say how is it not like a teen challenge. I don't think it's not like a teen challenge. It is like So why should you do this then? Why should I do this? Why not just do a teen challenge, which is okay too. Why not say I want to work that teen challenge? SUM graduate, go to Teen Challenge, they'll hire you. Jared worked there. You can get a job there. It's one of our pastors. So why start your own thing? So Goal-wise goal is what's different. What's that? Goal-wise is different. What's the goal then? What's the difference? For, for the Let's not read what's here, but right. just help me understand. Does everybody get – I can tell you what the iPhone is all day long. Now, listen, it's a smartphone. It has apps on it. It has a big screen. I can describe all that, but that only takes me so far. At some point, I got to tell you how it's different from other smartphones. I have to say it has only one button. Where back in the day, smartphones used to have multiple buttons. That's what's really made it different. You guys remember that? Smartphones used to have a bunch of buttons. I used to have a smartphone, and it had the keyboard like a, like a Blackberry. You guys remember that? So what made the iPhone different? Why was that so cool? It wasn't just all that what it had. It wasn't. A key, it didn't have a keyboard. It didn't do whatever. You guys get that? Okay. So Ulysses is getting picked on a little bit. You're doing fine. Everyone else is going to learn from this, right? Everyone else is going to learn from this. Okay. So, so what makes it different? Because only youth that are obese and insecure and deal with serious. Oh, hold on. Everybody stop right here. What was that keyword he said there? Obese. What are you going to do? Why not say that at the very beginning? I honestly had forgot you had talked about this to me before because I'm thinking now a teen challenge. I'm thinking with right. people with addictions. I didn't know this was a food addiction, a health rehab. Wow. We can make this sentence so much better now. What do you want to do, Julian? I want to start a Christian health rehab Yuli, I want to start a Christian health rehab where teens live and get healthy and get discipled. That's still one sentence. It's a long one, but we can work it through. Does everybody get it? Yeah. Work that through, Ulysses. Come on, work it. Put that together. Man, that's, does that not tell you that's something? The sentence has to say it all. I, I want you guys to imagine you are at the barbecue with your family, and they're like, you go to Bible college? What are you going to do with a Bible college degree? Yeah, well, then what do you say back to them? This is what you say back. What I used to say is, I'm going to be a pastor that plants churches. That's what I'm going to do. A little caveat in there would be, I'm going to plant urban churches. I'm assuming your part of Indiana is not very urban. <laughs> Am I right to assume that? Yeah. Or is it urban? You can tell me the truth. Is it? I My part. Okay, how big is the population? Now tell me whether or not it's urban oh, it's, or not. Well, my, I'm, I live in the third biggest city in Northwestern. Okay, I and lived I in the like second biggest city of Indiana, <laughs> Fort no, Wayne. Northwest Indiana. <laughs> okay, so Fort Wayne is like massive. Oh, Fort Wayne was 300,000 people. Oh, well, I think we have like maybe 30. Okay, maybe. so my definition of urban would be, first of all, a big city. So let's make sure. Now you I can have. where I live. Well, you have urban style, so I know I got to clarify. And I like your hair, dude. I like how it looks with your look today. Nice and yeah, yeah, it's all urban. She fits right in. Like, if she, if she was walking in Chicago right now, nobody would be like, "You country bunkin? What are you doing here from Indiana?" In no. 2013, it's 36,000. Okay, so know. by my definition, no. I'm talking metropolitan urban. Okay, so your part of Fort Wayne is is very. I mean, your part of Indiana is like similar to mine, even though we had 300,000. Mm -hmm. 
we were not metropolitan urban. We were mostly, mostly suburban areas. So like how you came and visited me out in Elgin, that's what it looked like all over where I lived. Farm fields here, houses here, a couple little downtown areas here, but that's what it mostly looked like. Cute little, little shops, but mostly train restaurants, uh, uh, shopping centers. It wasn't storefronts, wasn't high rises. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. Okay, now track with me. When you and I are communicating, we may communicate if we're thinking Indiana different than people are thinking in Chicago. Because when I say I'm going to plant churches, now watch, in Indiana she may think, oh, you're going to plant a church like the first Nazarene church. Like I passed literally right here, that's why it's in my mind, the one that has a big field next to it and a soccer field. She may think that if I'm, if I'm saying I'm going to plant a church. But what I was going to school of urban missions for was to plant churches like this in storefronts in the city, right? So we got to be specific. So I'm an urban church planter. Yours may not be so dependent upon locale because you could put a rehab anywhere. Could be in Sedona. Could be in Arizona, one of those nice places, right? Could be downtown Chicago. Who knows? But for me, even the location made a difference in the, in the verbiage of what I was saying. I'm an urban church planner. See, when I say I'm an urban church planner, what comes into your mind? Exactly. But if I say I'm just a church planner, could be anywhere. Could be anything. Could be doing anything. What about if I say this? I'm an unreached people's church planner. See, you think of force. What I thought of the Islamic hijab because I just learned about the you know Dick Brogdon mission movement with the AG. So I was thinking of Muslim. You were thinking of jungles, right? Unreached people. Now somebody might say that could be Latin America. That could be wherever you know. Okay, so what do we got, Ulysses? All right. To reach out to youth that are obese and that deal with serious insecurities from all over the city of Chicago, providing them with facility that's a rehab health center, training them through biblical, mentorship, and physical training, as well as providing housing. Oh, that's amazing, man. Um, we may have to employ webinar because it would be so awesome if I could just be looking at your screen right now. We'll see if we actually need to do that. Oh, you know what we could do? Let's go to Facebook. Put up the Facebook, uh, SU and Facebook page, please. Everybody make a post right now of your goodies. Make a post of your goodies, and we'll keep re reworking through your comment section of your post. Does that make sense? Post all of it? Like yeah, post all of it. It's copy, paste as one post. You guys would love me as a teacher, I'm telling you. I used to do things so fast, so high tech. Everybody loved my classes. They were the most simplest syllabuses to understand. I'm telling you, it's so simple. You see how I'm just making this easy for us to work through it right now? That's part of online learning. And if you guys ever get frustrated, just let your professor know we need help. Tell them what you need because visuals help me all the time. Yeah. Now expand. That's okay. Give me this a moment. Expand that. Make it look big. There you go. Move it over a little bit. Yep, make everybody your own post. So okay. it should be a oh Stephen post, a Rudy post, a Ulysses post, etc. Is this an updated version of what we're doing? Yeah, do the updated, the most recent one, and then from there on your post, I'll have you making your corrections as comments. Ultimately, you're going to put it all together and send it to me again complete. Does that make sense? Okay, awesome. See, Rudy, I just wish I could do it just for Rudy because I know Rudy knows the work that goes into making complicated things simple. People who make complicated things simple enjoy life easier. It's better for them. There we go. Perfect. Okay. And um, I'm going to 
gonna bring my laptop next week too. That way I can just look at it. I got a hundred different ways we can do this. Hit refresh for me, please, four for four. You're just gonna have to stay back there for today because I don't have my laptop. Where's our are you and I fighting? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Take the wheel, Ellie, take the wheel. There we go. Okay. So Ulysses, you put yours up there? Yes. Okay, let's find Ulysses, Ellie. Por favor. Okay, there we go. Okay. Love it. To reach out to youth that are obese and that deal with insecurities from all over the city of Chicago. For me personally, I think. Urban. Yeah. Urban. Well, I was going to say urban, but that deal with serious insecurities, explain that to me. What, what does that mean? I mean, I don't. Like, oh, like myself, what does that mean? Yeah, it's self-insecurity. Like so it's going to build self-esteem. Mm -hmm. I get that. Through the physical training. But it's physical training orientated. The, the physical training and physical mental training will help understand that they're creating God's image and that they shouldn't hate themselves. Okay, so if someone's a cutter, right. they would fit in here. Yes. If someone is, what if someone has sexual unwanted sexual desires? So they're dealing with homosexuality, they're dealing with transgender, this is very popular right now, mm -hmm. and that makes them insecure. Yeah. This, this sexual temptation that leads to insecurity, that makes people insecure, right? right? You've met people that are dealing with those things in the church and it really makes them feel ashamed, insecure. Would that also deal with that? Yeah, the thing is I don't know how to put that word like so broad. You know, like I know, I know, you're, you're, you know you're there with insecurities. I think that's good. Mm -hmm. My thing with it is, I don't know if it's overreaching. For me, I like the idea personally of you staying in the health field. Like you're just simply saying, if you're overweight or you deal with anorexia or you deal with bulimia, you deal with things in the health field, this is where you go. You're dealing with insecurities cutting yourself, you go somewhere else for that. You're dealing with unwanted sexual desires, you go and deal with that somewhere else. We love you, there's another ministry for that, but you don't need to live here and be a part of this. The reason why I, I really like that is because I think when you streamline something, it makes it easier for people to understand and then to believe in. And I love this idea, I love it. I love that it says, young people, we're gonna get you out of that environment and we're gonna help train you up and help you hit these goals that deal with your weight and your health, okay? I'm not going to make that final decision. I'll let you make that final decision. I don't want to, I don't want to manipulate with your guys' dreams. I just want to add some insight. So personally, I like this, to reach out to youth that are obese and are dealing with health-related issues yeah. from all over the city of Chicago, providing them with a rehab health center training through biblical mentorship and physical training, as well as providing health. So other than that little thing is what I personally would change. And now I'm leaving that to you guys. You understand? I'm, there's a part of this where I'm coaching, and I'm like, hey, consider this, change this, make this more specific. But when it actually comes to the bedrock of what you're doing, I'm not going to touch it, right? I want that to be between you and God. Okay. Wonderful. Vision statement. Okay. And, how am I, and I see what you copied there. Okay. Leading the young to the one with unconditional love. Now highlight that, please, right there. Let's look at this. Does this, this is once again for everybody, does this vision statement speak to what that is? 
I don't think it does. If any, if I'm wrong, this is open discussion. If you guys interrupt to the point where I can't get something out, I'll be like, please let me finish, you know. Uh, you know, but, but please, let's interact here. Does anybody get the overall mission from the vision statement? I feel like that vision statement is too broad because it just feels yeah. like an evangelism type yeah. thing. Like, we yeah. can link this. We can yeah. link you to do this. Exactly. You can take that and put it on a hundred different things. Yeah. And we have nothing to do with rehab or health or anything. Yeah. So let's come up with something. Let's, let's, let's wordsmith this. Let's create a vision statement, throwing out ideas, all of us, to Ulysses. What are we saying here? Now, I know that a lot of people dealing with weight and obesity, words mean something. Yeah. A lot of people hate the word obese. See, I love watching The Biggest Loser and stuff like that because it just shows life transformation and stuff yeah. like that encourages me. So I love watching that, and I, and I always hear them say they don't like the word obese, they don't like the word fat, they don't like all of that. So we got to, in my mind, I, we got to think of something that affirms them even as they are. So I'm almost thinking like loving you the way you are, but transforming you to who God wants you to be, and then putting the health. Like I'm, I'm not saying that has to be it because that's been used before, but something like that, like loving you in your own skin and changing the way you look at your body or helping you. Something like it's like there's like this thing in there. Expressing the image of God through health, something and something. You know, like that. Building, yeah. building your health. That, it, it sounds good, like, because, you know, if, if they're just doing it to, like, keep, keep themselves. Yeah, they can't do it for that. Can't do it for that you know? What was the. Uh, to love themselves in the morning. Yeah, I love that. The image, because everybody has self image. This guy, and we're saying image of God, God's image. Yeah. What's the one that you used before? Friday, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Okay, but yeah, I think we're on something there. Image. Yeah. Yes, Jasmine. Are you going to say something or are you just chewing gum? No, I'm thinking. I'm just trying to think okay. how to word it. Um, There's something there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let it out. This might, I'm going to butcher it a little bit. Okay, but it's okay. like, um, helping young people um, learn how to honor the body that is Yes, I love that because it's helping young people, and there's an honor. There's there's a lot in there. I think we can simplify it though. Like we got to go for the long one. I'm ha I, I like that. Write that down, please. Write that down. Put it under his post so we can see it. Um, helping training. You like what word do we like better? Helping or training? Training. Train, train. Okay. And there's also other words too. Serving, training, helping, mentoring, establishing. Training still sounds better, right? Because it makes it have that edge to it. Yeah. Training young people to honor their body, to express the image of God or their image in God or the image of God in them. As the image of God. As the image of God. As the image of God. I like that. 
training young people to honor their body as the image of God. As made in the image of God. As made in the image of God. As purpose in the image of God. As it sounds kind of like funny because you don't want to like say a word that might offend them like, oh, I'm not made to be this way. No, I know. There's a way you can say it too. What about doing that yourself through God's eyes now and I still think we need image and body in there. I, I think image and body write this down because honoring the training young people to honor the body God gave them. There you go. Training young people to honor the body God gave them. In his image. By loving the image they're made in. Wow. By loving his image they're made in. Something like that. Ellie, what are you thinking? Loving the image. Summarize that that needs to be clarified just a little bit by loving the image <laughs> read what we have again please training young people to honor the bodies that God gave them by loving the image they're made in I think that says it what do you guys think if we can do better we'll come up with better but right now I think that gives him something to look at. Training young people to honor the bodies that God gave them by loving the image they're made in. I kind of like that. That's beautiful. Let's write a song now. Let's write a song. Yes. That is beautiful, man. That is great. I love that you're wanting to do this. And I was going to say what would make what even you were saying different than Teen Challenge without all this obesity stuff now, which is totally the new addiction of our era. There's way more young people uh, addicted to food than there is to drugs. This is the new thing. You could be like the next David Wilkinson, seriously, using this as a form of ministry. Perfect. But now watch. You said it too. You're only sticking with teens. Teens Challenge was never teens, even though it had the name. It was always adults and young adults. You know, like people, like maybe 18, 19, but it always went up to adult. Yours would be strictly for teenagers. And then the other thing is, is that it's a program that people can come from all around the country but I see this a program based in a church. So it's like you're attaching the program to church. Like yeah. Celebrate Recovery is a program started to kind of do like the, the AA stuff, and it's attached to a church. Mm -hmm. And so you're building a local church through what you're doing. Teen Challenge is not attached to a local church. Right. Victory Outreach with Study of Arkansas came out of Teen Challenge. He built churches and drug rehabs together. And so that's the difference between Victory Outreach and Teen Challenge, and that'll be the difference here as well. That's true. Okay, uh, let's hit more. We've got something great to go on here. Objectives, three to five things that you want to do. Okay, recruit. Have leaders from our church bring youth to every community possible to the facility, specific evangelism, what do we focus on, what do we use that go through serious struggles? That's, that's, that's prior to the new fix already, so I want to change that. Say 
starting a life group for teens that's called something. Do we even have a name for this? I didn't ask you guys to name it. You know, that's okay. No. Names right now aren't really important. Because yeah. you, you're not going to say like, what, what you at that barbecue, well, what are you going to do when you graduate? I'm going to do Elevate. No, you've got to explain what Elevate is, right? <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to work with youth and be a youth pastor. I'm going to start a Christian rehab for kids that are obese. Okay, but let's just call it something right now like, you know, what was your thing? Uh, calisthenics for Christ or? Kingdom calisthenics. Boom, I love that. Kingdom calisthenics. So what you do is you start a life group. And so what this would say is, I'm going to start a life group called Kingdom Calisthenics. Calisthenics? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is going to meet weekly or two times a week or whatever. And from that, we are then going to try to get our own facility. Does everybody get that? I'm helping him have a direct step in his objective. Like, how is he going to do this? Because if he's waiting around to do this huge thing, that's probably never going to happen. If I was waiting around to pastor 100,000 people, I would never have it, right? So you've got to start somewhere. Where are you going to start? Start this as a life group. Wouldn't this be a great life group? Because right now, Elevate only has the Bible study life group. But as you notice, in our church, we have different kinds of life groups. We have fellowship life groups. We have class-based life groups. We have Bible study-based life groups, right? Well, as Elevate gets bigger, they can have different life groups as well. And then Pastor Ellie can decide, does everybody always have to go to the Bible study life groups, and then only those people get to go to the various life groups? Or does he make them available to everybody, and they get to choose? Because in our church, you don't have to go to the Bible study life group. But we do recommend everybody doing discipleship. You see the difference? So as the youth groups gets bigger, he had almost 70. You guys almost had 70 every week in September. Isn't that awesome? High 60s, mid 60s. So you can see as that grows to 100 young people, that's, that's something so feasible. Yeah. Let's have kingdom calisthenics. What young people want to do? And then you reach out to them. And, and you're also bringing in those who are health conscious that want to be a part of the training as well. So they're not obese and struggling, but they want to be with you. They want to stay in shape, and they want to be kind of like that Bob and Julian, a biggest loser, cheering on those guys so they don't make them feel awkward. You just have a bunch of people working out and having fun, you know? That's great. And I know it means a lot because I lost 50 pounds, and it meant a lot to me. Does anybody want to comment on these things to share what maybe you're seeing that I'm not seeing? And it looks like we may only have time for one a week. So I don't know how to do this other than pulling you out of your schedule and then meet with me, and then that makes more time for you. I really feel good about this in first quarter, okay? So if I've got to take one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, well, this is a couple, eight, nine weeks, I, I think I'm okay with that. Are you guys getting stuff out of this? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to bore you guys either. Is it fun to think ministry now? I mean, this is what you're in college for, right? You're to do ministry, okay? We're going to go through each person. We're going to help grow them, and maybe we'll just see them
subtracting yeah. because then it would make me think like, are you teaching them finances? <laughs> you know, but I know it will affect them because if you're spending a lot of money on food, you're going to have you're going to have better spending habits now. Sometimes yeah. healthy food becomes expensive. Well, that is true, right? <laughs> now you got to look at the budget. Not healthy food. All these has saved my life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get all my diet food from all these. I don't have to go to Whole Foods. That's another story. Some people are on health, like Jerry, she's all about like, like this organic peach was grown in the high Himalayan mountains. It was picked by monks that never touched anything toxic. Then it was carried in a basket woven by the villagers, brought all the way here on camel back, you know, and then it was set upon a shelf of organic plastic, you know, and it's just like, what in the world? It's like, dude, just give me that Aldi stuff, man. Then some people are like, well, they got horse meat in Aldi's. And I'm like, that's why it tastes so good. and broken self-image or negative self-image. Food addiction. Food addiction, yeah. I like that. Food addiction, negative self-image. I'll put words like that in there. Can we update it now? Yes, I think that everybody should. Everybody should update it. Go back to your posts on Facebook. Take time this week. I know you have homework. I'm not really asking you. Excuse me to spend a lot of time. But, um, yeah, please take time to do this. And I think um, because the chapels now are specifically dealing with issues, I don't think I need to put these up. So I'll wait till I go back to actually preaching or teaching because it would be weird just to listen to a whole chapel about Ulysses. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like imagine like Steve right now. But then again, it might help. I mean, uh, Jose, I was thinking. But then again, it might help Jose. He has to do it too, so we should say listen to our our, our critiques towards, um, yeah, okay, we'll put it up. I have a question. Yes, go ahead. My, my, my post is really like vague, and I don't, I have so many ideas of like yes. ministries, I have so many ideas, so um, I don't, I don't know if maybe you could just take a look at it and just kind of bring I it wish I could, I wish I could. I okay. think you should have Pastor Lauren look at it though, the one that you're working with and say, Pastor Lauren, what type of things should we be thinking about? Because we're working as a team. Well, the thing is, it was when he, when we went over this last week, it was like, what is your overall like mission? What has God yeah. called you to do? Yeah. And my response was, I am, you know, I, I believe that God has called me to be a prophet to the nations. But yeah. So it's, it's like long term, but in, in now yeah. and right now looking forward, I'm in, in ministry, so yeah. I see so much can happen. Good. So I didn't know if I should take one of those. That's what you should do. That's what you should do. Because I, I know that I'll be, I'm sorry, I'll yeah. be in um, MPI is where I'm at. And that's yeah, where yeah. I'm going to grow in goals. And as far as my calling, that it would be directed as I'm growing. Amen. Yeah, so pick something that you would like to do and write about it specifically. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're awesome. Because then I don't have to wait for three weeks and be like, this is not what I'm Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because if it would have been you, it would have been tough, right? Right now, I would I know. probably rather it be now so I could be like, yeah. okay. Yeah, now you go change it. Benefit okay. from it. Yes, Jasmine, sorry. Like, because I, like, Yuli's is so specific, which is mm. good. So yes. Like, I feel like I'm not that specific. Like, I want to help you be specific. Plan, and I want to be a worship leader. Yeah. I want to raise up worship leaders. So that's okay. two things. That's not 
I would pick one or make one big one that says it all. Because if you're going to be a church planter, think what I do as a church planter. I've led worship. I've built websites. I've led youth groups. You know what I'm saying? Bible studies. So church planting is one of those big, you know, encompassing things. But I would really just say, like, is that what you see yourself doing after graduation? Because if it's not, if you don't see yourself literally going to the assemblies of God, getting ordained, becoming a church planner, working with the church multiplication network, tell me what you're going to do after you get graduated. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you can do it. I mean, that's what I did. After graduation, so I, if I was you as a church planner, I would write, I'm going to go plant churches because that's what I did. I became an assembly of God church planner. Uh, but worship leading, working in a church, like how Pastor Ellie would be in that situation with you. He wants to do all those big things in the future, but he knew there was a plan for him after graduation, you know? So he would have wrote about those things and he could have focused on that specifically, or he could have focused on the big one. It wouldn't have mattered to me as long as we know that this is specifically what you want. And this is the point of Bible college that I do think is missing sometimes. I really do. And I know the project, the internship is really supposed to help you guys with that. But this is why I'm doing this, because I've seen it lacking in that. I, I don't see a lot of graduates coming out with that bullseye focus. I you know? Yes. But I want to just hold on with Jasmine for a second. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, like, if I was to talk to your pastor right now, and uh, I was, what's his name again? Jay pa Pastor Jay. If I was, if I, let's say that Kim and I, we, we met for lunch. He was in Chicago with his wife. We go out. And I go, I just love Jasmine. She's so awesome. And she's like, he's like, yeah, she's great at our church. And then, and then what would he say? Would he say, and, I, and I'm so excited about her doing this. Does he know about it? See, that's what I want you to be able to do. If, it, it, let's say your church is big or you guys don't communicate that way. I want what you have to be able to go on his desk. If it is something you guys have already communicated, I want you to communicate to me as, as your cohort advisor so I can help you guys work on it. And then he goes back and says, let's work on that. You know. So like, what would he say? Would he say, I know? And then don't feel bad because a lot of these guys, we don't know either. So, I mean, would he say he does know? Are you in that kind of relationship? Or is it something he's like, you, when you figure it out, you come tell me? Like, yeah, which one is it? I mean, we have a pretty good relationship. I, his daughter is my best friend. Besties. I, awesome. I have a toothbrush at his house. Like, it just stays there and there, like, every day. I can't but. wait for my Bethany to have stuff like that, too. <laughs> You're the um, PK's best friend. That's cool. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. So I, what would he say? We're very close. I don't know what he would say, though. Well, what would then? I don't like to, like, Okay. Other people think good things about me. Okay, so yeah, but what would he say he could he could say? Because I can look around and generally know some of these guys, and they don't have a toothbrush at my house. That would probably be a problem if they did. I don't know. Maybe they dream about that. But uh, Steve does. Steve does. That's a whole other discussion. No, I'm kidding. But, okay, so I would say, like, okay, the little bit that I already know of you, I would say worship leader. So why not talk about being a worship leader? And because worship leading now is so much more than just playing music like it used to be back in the day. You guys can record. You guys can travel. You can put stuff out there for people to listen to all the time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's so good. I just saw the, uh, the Thomas sisters, two girls that I had in the Florida cohort with uh, Pastor Rayleigh, and they got their own website now. They got iTunes songs out. Bailey from um, where was, where's she from? Morgan Beach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was in that same cohort. No, 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 no. Oh, that's right. I'm confusing. You're right. Yeah, she's Ormond. I'm, I'm confusing her with, um, I actually have her iTunes song. Give me a second. Uh, she, not Bailey. Okay, is it Bailey? Bailey. Bailey. 
Bailey, but Bailey's young. She just started. She started as okay. Amber? No, I'm talking. Um, she she goes to the Louisiana one. She has a song out. She was in my course. So she must she must be a little bit. Oh, it is another Bailey. Oh yeah, Bailey Redman is who I'm talking about. That's who we're talking about. No, Bailey Redman's a young one. Oh, you're right, Bailey. Okay, I do have Bailey Redman's too. No, no, the, this is okay. I'm so confused. <laughs> I do have Bailey Redman because Bailey Redman is one we're all talking about. Yeah, yeah. The other Bailey is the one I was talking about, but she doesn't have an iTunes song. She has a band and a YouTube channel. Wow. There we go. I'll show you a picture of that oh, Bailey. And you know which Bailey I'm talking about now. Okay, so the long story short, going back to Jasmine, is if that seems like the thing that would, it, would it be the easiest or the the most obtainable, let's talk about that. If church planning is the big thing, then let's talk about that. Because I wanna talk about something. <laughs> I just don't wanna talk about profit to the nation and whatever, whatever. I wanna talk about very specific things. I don't wanna talk just about I wanna be a rapper. What kind of rapper, you know, what kind of whatever. And, I, and I'm really excited. So you know what, I'm not even gonna read your guys' stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna wait, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you can delete it, edit it, yeah. You do it whatever you want. Yeah, you can delete it, whatever you want. Yeah. The sad thing is, is that most people don't take time in their life to even do this, right? Yeah. Most people don't take time to make a vision for their life. Amen. They let life happen to them. And then they, they, they wonder why did they end up where they're at? I always tell our young adults here, as I meet them, I just met one yesterday. He's a new friend, Mike of um, Rockies. And I said, you know, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm just kind of working. I, and I could just tell he's not happy where he's working. I asked him where. He's at Jewel, you know, grocery store. He's a young adult, college age. And I said, are you in school? No. You know, what do you want to do? Well, I don't know. And I said, bro, here's the deal. Working at a grocery store is going to be awesome for somebody. But I'm not going to sat take that as an answer from you until you come and tell me God said that's where I'm supposed to be the rest of my life. So if he goes home and prays and he says, God told me to work at Jewel. Dude, who am I to argue with that? Praise God. Be a great grocery clerk. Move to the management position. Be there for 50 years. I, as a pastor, am not going to judge that. God can use him there. He could live a good life, right? He could make 20000 30000 a year. His wife make 20000 30000 a year. Never waste his money on drugs. Never waste his money on a divorce attorneys and have a great life, right? Because life is not determined by stuff, is it? Nope. No. But I want him to come back and tell me that's what God told him to do. Not just what he fell into. And, uh, yeah, here's her name is Bailey Flores. And here is her, you know, doing her thing. And so basically she sings with kind of the rap tone as well. She kind of has like that, that hip-hop feel. Um, kind of that new sound thing. What's that? I'll see if she's still single, guys, if that's what you were asking. <laughs> no. I don't know. Is that what she said? That's what Julian said. Julian, what did you say? I said nothing. That was Jasmine said something. I was quiet. Yes. I just said, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, you guys can check her out. Yes. She actually had a 
awesome. To set up like an educational system kind of thing. Yes. But it almost falls right into place like this. So I would encourage more people to apply and just get into it because it's really, it was really helped me do this. But now that's why I was like, I don't think yes, I'm sir. pretty specific enough. Amen. Let's all stand up together. Thank you, um, Gina. Oh, Jesus, we thank you for today. Without vision, people perish, and those who follow wisdom are blessed, and the instructions of wisdom. And, Lord, we just got a lot of vision today and instruction about what, God, you are calling Ulysses to do, at least as he sees it today. And, Lord, we thank you for that. We pray, Lord, that you'll begin to solidify his heart and his in his plans, Lord, you, you said that we make our, our plans and desires, but you direct our path. So, Lord, just direct him, lead him, guide him, solidify what he's putting in paper on paper and dreaming about. And, Lord, I know if I could sit in a class like this and dream about church planning, be doing it, uh, you know, almost 20 years later, I know he can be living out his dream as well as everybody else here. And then, Lord, specifically for the obese and those struggling with their health issues today, we lift them up in prayer. They are a needy a group of people right now that the church doesn't have a lot to offer. There isn't a lot of programs, uh, Lord, and we want to fill in that void, God. We want to offer life groups and uh, health programs. I see some of them starting right now in churches and, and uh, the sanctuaries. They're, they're, they're emptying out some of the chairs and they're putting on uh, aerobic classes and these kinds of things. And a lot of pastors like me who have lost weight are setting up examples for their church. And so, Lord, I know it's needed, and I pray that you will establish this and help Ulysses to do it, Lord. And we just thank you for today. And I ask that now you'll bless everyone as they go to prepare their visions and their objectives. May they come back with more clarity as they seek your face. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's give it up for Jesus.